Hey, everybody, you are back with Brittany. I'm the owner of Brittany Elliott LLC and the creator of Back to You in Five. I help mothers reconnect with themselves through self care. And we are still rolling through the Mother's Day series. And today we are chatting with Latea Tom. Taya is a mom, nurse, and serial entrepreneur, and I'm very excited for her to tell us about her journey. So thanks, Taya, for being on. So let's just get into it. Just tell us a little bit about your motherhood journey. Um, motherhood. It's It's been crazy. Um, crazy, but also it's been a blessing. Um, I got pregnant with my son. When I was 17, I had just graduated high school. So as you can imagine, you know, the emotions were running wild. Just thinking like how, you know, I was going to juggle going to school, being a mom, keeping a stable income, being able to provide for someone like it was, it was a lot. Um, But overall, I can say everything eventually just works itself out, you know, like at first it seemed like getting those uh, lines on the pregnancy test seemed like it was the scariest thing in the world. But um, whenever I look back at things, you kind of just have to take it day by day. Um, There's no rules or there's no guide or, you know, every child's going to be different. Every mom's going to be different. There's no book that says you know you have to do things this way or you have to do things that way you kind of just have to take it day by day and just kind of really learn your child and allow your child to learn you and you guys just figure it out and work it out together yeah and I can imagine that with all that going on being 17 and then finding out you're pregnant it Mm -hmm. had probably a lot of thoughts you know flooding into your mind like what was your support system like at that time um I had a really good support system I've always had a really good support system uh I can't say that you know I got everything out the mud I had uh my mom played a really big role she had uh six kids herself I was the oldest so that's why like I personally never imagined myself having kids because I always took care of my brothers and sisters I was the oldest So, um, you know, just like my mom, like telling me like, Hey, I had six kids, you know, like you're just pregnant with one, like, it'll be fine. So kind of like, um, thinking about her experience and, you know, her just telling me like, it'll be all right. That's kind of like led me to, you know, have some motivation, like, okay, like maybe it's not so bad. Like my mom did have six kids, you know, and everything was fine. So Yeah, that's very helpful, I think, when you have someone who's modeling that Mm -hmm. for you. So, yeah, big ups to your mom for sure. And happy Mother's Day to all the moms. Absolutely. Um, Because it's, I mean, it's hard. It's just, like you said, it's taking it day by day, getting to know your kid and getting to know yourself through the process. Um, How old? You have a son, right? Yeah, he's seven. He just turned seven in January seven so how has motherhood changed for you from like him being an infant to now being seven like what are some of the challenges you've had to overcome in that time um I would say like it was hard a lot harder um when he was younger because you know nobody wants to put their child in daycare like you get like I had so much anxiety about you know just people treating him right and 
just anything, you know, before he could like really have his own voice, like around like age one and two and even, well, he was talking pretty good at three, but I think four, like age four or five was like the age where like, you know, I was okay with like, okay, I can send you to preschool. Okay. Let's sign you up for daycare. Like, you know, so those first couple years, you know, like that first year with, um, I was grateful enough that I was able to, uh, I think I took off work like the whole first year of his life. So I got to see like everything first, you know, first two first steps, like all the things like that I got to experience with him and I'm beyond grateful for that. But like I said, like once he was like age one, two is when, you know, it was kind of a struggle trying to find jobs that would fit around, you know, times when you would have a babysitter or when my son's dad couldn't do it. Like it was, it was a big struggle within that age. And now, you know, at seven, he's pretty much self-sufficient. He's the only child. So we pretty much raised him up to be self-sufficient enough to, you know, be able to call it. Like he has a phone. He's always had a phone and he can call us if something's wrong or something's going on. So I would say like now it's a lot more easier. Like that, it just goes back to, the saying like you got to just take it day by day you spending that year with him and knowing how much you wanted to be involved as a mother how much influence did that have over the decisions that you made with your career and the type of businesses that you created oh it had a big influence I would say uh just being able to spend that time like it makes you realize like you know whenever you're punching a clock for someone else like everything is literally on their time, you know, like if they don't want to give you a day off, you know, they don't have to, like if you put a request in, like it essentially can be denied. So being able to, you know, have that time with my son, it made me realize like, I don't want to be someone else's property. Um, I don't want to be, you know, just stuck at a dead end job where, I'm barely making ends meet and, you know, I'm working uh, a schedule that I don't like and I'm never getting to see my child. And I also went through a stage where I was, you know, working crazy hours. Um, I was a direct support professional for a while and then I became a program manager of a group home. And during that time, um, I had like a normal eight to four schedule, but I was also always on call. So, you know, I was working eight to four, picking him up from uh, school. He was going to like a preschool program, picking him up from school around like four thirty, five o'clock. And then, you know, sometimes I could get called back into work by seven or eight o'clock at night. So I did go through a stage where, you know, I was working crazy hours and like I did, you know, come to a point where I'm like, I have to get into business for myself. Like I no longer want to be someone else's property. I don't want to you know, I don't want my life and my schedule and everything that revolves around my life to revolve around working for someone else's company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like a lot, I, I'll just speak for me. Mm-hmm. I feel that that was a big part of me, like having guilt, you know, with being a mom and being a working mom. And I always felt like, you know, torn because you have these responsibilities, the bills right. to pay, 
but then it's also like I want to spend this time with my child I don't want to miss out on that that's very important to me and I think that there are a lot of other mothers who kind of are struggling through that and that's one of the challenges that they have because like you're saying there's nothing wrong with wanting more and wanting to make money and wanting to do that Mm -hmm. on your own time and on your own terms so what advice do you have for the women out there who are feeling like that and they're like I'm ready for a change like what advice would you have for them as they move forward I would just say um don't be afraid to just put yourself out there and take risks and a lot of people uh they don't know um you know how easy it is to get started going into business for yourself I mean I didn't know until you know, you start researching everything. There's like so many different things that you can do. Like, just think about your hobbies, think about what you're good at, and then think like, hey, what can I, you know, like, how can I use this hobby or this interest and turn it into a business? Like everything in my life, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. Like, I'm always thinking, like, how can I, you know, even with nursing school, like, I was a program manager when I went to nursing school two when I started nursing school two years ago. Mm-hmm. So I started nursing school because I do have a passion for helping people, but also because there are a lot of businesses that you can like healthcare businesses that you can start. I mean, you can open your own home care agency. You can open a CNA school. You can open a phlebotomy school. You can open, you can create your own, scrub line they're like the opportunities are just endless and that's not just with healthcare like that's with every single industry out there there's so many things that you can do to you know start making your own income and even if you don't want to go as far as like getting your own business and like being the ceo of a business there's so many like things that you can do like um outside of that like even if you're just a nurse like there's so many apps shift key. Um, I'm trying to think of them off the top of my head, but there are so many apps these days that you can go and pick up shifts for like nursing homes and places like that and make $20, $30 more than the staff are making at the time. And to me, even though it might not feel like it, but that's essentially having your own business. Like if you are, you know, if they're contracting you to work, they're paying you with a 1099, at the end of the year, whenever it's time to file your taxes, you can claim, you know, business miles, gas, groceries, lunches, scrubs, whatever you spent money on, because you were basically your own employer. So it's, there's just so many ways and so many avenues that you can go about starting your own business or just creating a little extra income on the side. If you don't want to go all the way and be a CEO of a company there's like the opportunities are just endless. But like I said, I would just say, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Don't be afraid to take risks. And a lot of people have like this, um, there's like this stigma that like, you know, um, people are too many people are doing the same thing. That's not true. Um, when you go to the grocery store, you see what 20 or however many different types of bread or different brands of everything. And there's enough money out here for everyone Absolutely. And thanks for sharing that perspective about it, because that does get into a lot of our 
wait, I literally was at breakfast with my husband and was saying that, like, you know, sometimes I feel like, oh, man, you know, the market's really saturated with Mm -hmm. this or that. But like you said, when I go into the store, you know, there's like 8 million different brands of black t-shirts. It's just about which one I want. So there's definitely enough money for everybody. And I like that you said, you know, be fearless, you know, take risks and learn about what's going on because a lot of it is we just don't know what we don't know. Yep. And I mean, I'm about 10 years older than you mm. and um I wish I knew all the things that I know now, you know, when I was your age. So I'm almost thinking like you in 10 years are just going to be, you know, so much, there's going to be so much more growth in your life. And I'm so excited to be Mm -hmm. involved in watching your journey and see how you grow because, you know, the longer that you're doing a thing, you know, the more years you have into it, the more growth you can have over time. And I just think it's wonderful that you are so willing to share what you've learned with anybody who asks. So let's talk about the the ins and outs of the emotional journey of motherhood. So I know a lot of mothers, they struggle with being overwhelmed and frustrated. Sometimes there's resentment toward their partner or the other parent. Sometimes you're just exhausted and stressed out. So what has been your experience with those emotions and how have you overcome them? Um. I would just say, just know whenever you need to get help. Um, I'm not afraid to admit um, there's been a point in time where I've had to go get a therapist. Um, I'm on a couple of different anxiety medications. Uh, you just got to know when you need to get help. Um, like I said, um, you know, when I was going through that period in life where I was working all those hours and just miserable at work, coming home, you know, taking it out on your significant other, taking it out on your kid, like that's not a good positive. It's not healthy. At all. It's not healthy. It's, and I had to go, you know, sit down, talk to a therapist. And it took for her to let me know, like, hey, this isn't how it's supposed to be. And I think that a lot of us, Um, I know in my generation that we missed out on a lot of education about like mental and emotional health because uh, a lot of our parents, you know, they just, we just watched our parents like go to work. That was it. You know what I mean? Like our parents never seen therapists. Like no one was ever on anxiety medication. No one was trying yoga for, you know, to help relieve stress. Like we don't, know anything you only know what you know so you kind of just have to like find your own coping mechanisms and for me like I said um I had to go to therapy I had to get on you know a couple different anxiety medications I mean other people's symptoms may not be you know that far along yet so I would just recommend you know just trying to find some activities that relieve your stress and just always take time for yourself so that you're not always feeling burnt out from work from home from just life period just take some time for yourself like I said if your symptoms are that bad you need to go see a therapist you need to get yourself put on medications like just know your limits and just you know what I mean and I think a lot of us uh are just blind to 
mental and emotional health like we feel like you know like we're not someone else might be far worse than we are but whenever you think about it like it it just depends on the perspective like each person's different we all handle stressful situations differently so I can't tell you that you shouldn't be overwhelmed or that you shouldn't be stressed out about a situation because we're all different. We all have different perspectives. So you just have to know your limit. That's what I would say. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That was very well put because like you said, everybody's stress levels are a little bit different, but stress is common for everybody. Mm -hmm. And if we don't have good coping mechanisms, if we haven't seen our parents cope with stress well if they were just carrying the weight of the world on their back that's what Mm -hmm. we saw and we normalized that and now we are deciding we want to live a little bit differently and and sometimes I know for me in the beginning of when I was going through just just being disconnected like just having a completely shattered sense of self it took me a while to even realize I felt like that I just thought everything was fine like everything right. was normal and that you know we're all good and then one day it just kind of hit me mm-hmm. so and you said like you were you would come home and you know you're lashing out on people did the people in your life tell you that you were doing that or was it just one day you realized you were doing it and you were like oh I need to this is not how I want to be I think it was kind of just a mixture of both um because my significant other he I mean we all know how men can be like you know he didn't want to be like rude about it but like essentially like he was he probably wanted to say like you're being a bitch you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so he I would say it was kind of just a mixture of both like um you can kind of just read people's energy you know what I mean like the energy was off so that was important that you took the time to kind of start looking inward to see what you could do and you kind of brought up self-care with back to you in five the overall motto is you know self-care is really more about the decisions that we make than the activities Mm -hmm. so it's really about what works for you specifically what do you like what are your passions so what's your approach to self-care and how do you fit it into your routine um I would say my self-care um for me, I take a lot of showers. Um, like my self care isn't really like I don't. I mean, I do go shopping, but it's kind of like only whenever I need something. Like, okay, we need Easter outfits. Okay, it's Christmas. Okay, you know what I mean. Like, I usually don't just wake up any given day and go shopping, or and I don't even consider getting my nails done self care because the nail shop gives me really bad anxiety (laughs) um just the waiting and then you go in they're like oh we have have, you'll you'll get in next and then you know you're sitting there waiting for another 20 30 minutes like that whole experience gives me anxiety so and then even like being at the stores like being at Walmart gives me anxiety because you know you spend 15 minutes in parking lot trying to find somewhere to park then you get in then it's jam-packed you can't even you know move your cart down the aisles they have like all these boxes piled up. You can't even get through the house. So like, I can't even say that like shopping or any of those activities is a part of my self-care. 
really my self-care just like I said I take a lot of showers um like when I'm feeling overwhelmed like I'll get into the shower like I don't care if I have to take four or five showers a day like that's my thing to do whenever um I feel myself shutting down like I need to get in the shower and then just I don't know just taking time like laying down in the bed you know watching your shows like I have different like comfort shows that I watch like Grey's Anatomy, Power, like All American just been watching my comfort shows good food like you know like getting good food I love hibachi I'll get take out hibachi you know come home sit in my room enjoy my hibachi watch my comfort shows that's just my way of you know winding down from the world not looking at my phone not answering any phone calls just shut my door and winding down that sounds lovely to me like that's where I am with my self-care too like I went and got my nails done recently it was the Mm -hmm. first time since I got married that I got my nails done and that was Mm -hmm. in 2019 and I went and I went like right when they opened because I was prepared I'm like I'm gonna have to wait let me just go but for me like you're saying it's been more of like um like more of like a upkeep type of thing like Mm -hmm. you know for my presentation it's not something that I go in and I'm like oh, this is so relaxing. It's Mm -hmm. just like another thing I'm crossing off my list because I want to present myself to the world in a certain way. And there's like nothing wrong with that. I just feel that when you live such a, like a productive lifestyle, like when you have so many things going on and you're running businesses and you're working and you just want to turn it all off and not be responsible to make any decisions. At least that's how I feel. So that sounds like peaceful, like hibachi, with a good show mm-hmm. and for me I would add like a little cup of wine and mm-hmm. just chill tell us a little bit more about how being a mother has really pushed you to accomplish your goals and build the relationships you've built over time I think it's just August goes back to just wanting to give your child a different life than you had um that's been my goal and not to say that I had a bad life or anything because I had a great life I had great parents very supportive parents they're still supportive to this day and support my son in every way possible but I would just say like for me and my son like I just envision things differently you know what I mean like I and not even just like materialistic things um I just want to give my son like different opportunities that I didn't have just in like when I was growing up like a lot of people forced going to college on me it's like oh yeah I graduate high school you gotta go to college you gotta go to college you gotta go to college I don't want that to be the only option for my son like if he wants to graduate high school and start a business like do that if you want to go to a one-year trade program do that Whatever it is, like, I just want him to do it and be happy while doing it. A lot of people, I think they force their kids into different schools and different careers. And five, six years down the line, whenever they're finished with school, they realize, like, this isn't really what I wanted to do. Like, this was my parents' dream. So my goal for my son was to just always be able to provide for him and be able to give him different opportunities. And like I said, just 
being able to research and being able to educate him on things that I didn't know, you know, about like credit and how you can use other people's money to start your own businesses, get business credit, um, you know, all the different trade programs that are out there. You know, if you want to go to a four-year college, that's an option. Also, if you want to play sports, you know, like that's an option. Just giving my son options and opportunities and just choices, you know, like not just pushing one thing on him. I think that's really that's just been my goal with my son. And like I said, also just being able to spend time with him so that, you know, he knows I'm here. Mama was always here. You know, she always showed up. She always came to my games. She always came to my school events. That's just been my goal, just to be present and active and for him to remember that I've always been present. I've always been active. I've always, you know, done everything that I could do. That's beautiful. Just give, just making sure that he knows that his opportunities are unlimited, whatever that he would dream of being or wanting to do, he can do it. And he has you there, you know, in his corner because we all definitely need that. Um, What I just want our listeners to know a little bit more about your services, your businesses, and what you offer. Can you dive into a little bit more about that? Sure. So I am an LPN. Um, I'm a nurse. I work at a prison for now. Um, Also, I have a credit repair business that I started in 2019. Along with the credit repair business, I started doing taxes in 2020. So I've been doing taxes for three years now. Um, we handle personal taxes, business taxes, back taxes, anything you can think of. I'm also getting into tax resolution. Um, for those of you who aren't sure what that is, basically, like, if you owe the IRS money, usually the amount has to be, like, $10,000 or more. We can possibly help you get some of that debt forgiven. So I'm getting into tax resolution. Um, getting into bookkeeping services. I'll soon be able to offer some bookkeeping services to my clients. I have Airbnbs, Airbnb units. I'm an Airbnb host. I have a soft play rental business where we run out soft play setups for children's birthday parties. And we have a bigger bounce house that we offer as well. And sometimes I offer decorating services along with that business. I'm an independent business owner for a company called ACN, and we are able to get people lower rates on their electric bills. We work on behalf of an energy provider, and we get people lower rates on their electric bills. Um, We can do Comcast. We have uh, merchant services through Spear. We do Spectrum Internet. There's just so many different, uh, think of DirecTV, AT&T. So many different um, brands that, you know, people use every day that we are able to offer a discount on because they're going through us. So I do that on the side also. And I also have my life insurance license. All the things, listeners, there are no limits because Taya is doing it all more than I even (laughs) knew about, which is 
amazing and inspiring. And I have worked with Taya on some of her services. She's my tax gal. Um, and I take advantage of the utility discounts, which is awesome. Um, and it's just great to just follow you because you're so real about everything going on in your life. And you're doing the things that you say that you will do. And you do the things that you want other people to do. So I love that because you're very much authentic. Um, real quick, before we get to the last question, can you just tell everybody where they can find you, your website, social media, etc.? Yes. Um, my Facebook name is Taya Tom, T-A-Y-A, Tom, T-O-M. Um, most of my services you can find on there. We have... Uh, Facebook page, Destin Beginnings. I think it's Destin Beginnings LLC, which which you would type into the Facebook search. Uh, the soft play business is Liddy Kids. I think online it's Liddy Kids Children's Event Rentals. And for the credit repair and taxes, my website is www.destinbeginnings.com. Perfect. And I'll drop that in the links in the description so that everybody has access to it. So here's our last question for Taya today. I just want to know what has being a mother taught you about yourself? I would just say like, you know, to if there's like any young mothers or anything listening, um, like my mom told me, like when I told her I was pregnant, like it's, it's not the end of the world. Um, it just, the thought of, you know, having a child at 17, it kind of like was like felt like, you know, life was over and this is it, you know, like I'm going to have a child and not be able to do anything else. Um, it's just taught me that you can still do, you know, anything that you want to do. I don't feel that my child has limited me from anything in life. And more honestly, it's given me more, he's given me more motivation than anything, because when you don't have kids, you don't, you know, it's kind of easy to fall off track. You're like, oh, I don't have any, you know, if you don't have anybody dependent on you, it's like, well, who cares? Like, I can fall off. But um, every day I wake up, I know that I can't slouch or, you know, fall off at any given moment, because I have someone that's dependent on my every move, essentially. So I would just say that it's just taught me that, you know, you can still do everything that you want to do, regardless of, you know, having a child. And it's just taught me that, you know, I'm very, a very, very strong person and that I can handle anything. Awesome. I love that. Taya, thank you so much for being here and sharing. I hope our listeners feel like they can now go out and be fearless and understand that they don't have any limitations either. I appreciate you all for listening and I'll talk to y'all soon. If you're struggling to make time for yourself while working and taking care of your family, I've got a solution for you. There's a common misconception that self-care has to be a spa day, a girl's trip, or hours at brunch with friends. Of course, those things are fun, but the truth is you can find moments for yourself every day, even within the hectic schedule that you have. This simple 
30-day self-care routine will help you find moments to reconnect with yourself and fit seamlessly into your days. So go to backtoyouin5.com slash 30 days to get this 30-day done-for-you self-care routine and get a jump start on your self-care journey. Thank you.